When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Traders, Kill Stokes here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. If you guys are new, I am a Forex trader. I'm also a co-founder of TierOneTrading.com, the premier trading education platform out there. And if you're interested in learning how to trade, make sure you check out our 14-day trial. Head over to www.TierOneTrading.com. Click Start 14-Day Trial and indulge yourself in the greatness of our community and our educational content. Now, I was originally going to come on this podcast and vent today because this morning my uh, my Everton team, Everton club that I support, uh, got blown out 6-2 to two by Spurs, but currently my Dallas Cowboys are winning. They are looking to lock up a playoff spot, which means I get a few more weeks or at least one more week of uh, enjoying football with rooting interest. And it may be a built-in excuse for me to head back down to Dallas to uh, watch a game. Last time they were in the playoffs, I flew down there, got a big win, exciting time, just looking for a reason to do it again. But what I wanted to talk about today is a little bit about prioritizing. And Um, It it stems from an interesting conversation that I had this morning on the Twitter, right? So I guess first and foremost, if you guys are new, right, and you're listening to previous podcasts, you're going to hear me talk a lot about my son and my family, right? Part of this podcast is not just sharing with you my, my trading tips and whatnot. I think I do a lot of that, but it's also to give you kind of an insight to me, who I am, my journey, right? I have the unique journey of really starting off as a really, really, really bad struggling trader and working my way into the position where I become a consistently profitable trader. And I've kind of been tracking that journey the entire time since back in the day when I used to have blogs such as I am business and ratiotradingmentor.com to now where I'm doing YouTube videos and obviously the Trading Coach podcast. So for you guys that have been with me for a long time, you guys have seen me grow over the years. And I think it's something that's pretty cool uh, for me to look back on when I get up there in age and I'm reminiscing on life. And hopefully it's something that is timeless. Hopefully it's something that my kids uh, can look back on and learn about their father. And hopefully this can continue educating and helping people not only with trading, but as life of parenthood and stuff like that, um, entrepreneurship success, even when I'm done on this planet. I want to live forever, and this is going to be my legacy, right? But so 
If you've been listening, you know that my kid is an energy ball, right? I always talk about my kid has this massive amount of energy. Um, he's running around full speed from early in the morning to late at night. And many of you guys are like, Akil, you're exaggerating. No kid is that wild. You're just embellishing it for the fans. But for you guys that attended our tier one trading ball, you saw it. You saw it firsthand. Who was the first one on the dance floor? who was nearly kicked out of the very expensive Alexander House Hotel because he was throwing rocks around in the lobby. Mm-hmm, yeah. So you see, that's what I deal with on an everyday basis. And I try to play this game. Because my kid has so much energy and because I am guilted by being a good father, um, I typically, when I, when I have something I want to do, right, when work-wise, uh, I try to work, I try to wake up as early as possible, right? I figure if my kid's gonna be up seven, I'm gonna work up six and get an hour of work done before he gets up and before I start entertaining him, right? My other kid is four months old, um, not even that. So, you know, my wife, you can imagine, she doesn't get a lot of sleep, so I, I wanna take the pressure off of her as much as I can. Now, my kid also plays a game. He plays the game, when I hear daddy wake up, I'm gonna wake up two and get after it. So we, we play this game. I wake up six, he wakes up six. Oh man, I wake up five to try to catch him off guard, he wakes up five. I wake up four, he wakes up four, and I can never beat him. So I woke up this morning, I sneak downstairs, he's fast asleep, and I start getting working, and then I hear, Daddy! And he's up. He's up. And once again, I have trouble getting the work done that I wanna do because. I just, I, I feel bad about putting him in a room and saying, hey, watch TV while I do something else and ignore you. I don't think that's being a good parent. Um, but at the same time, I have a business to run. And I was talking to uh, a new follower on the Twitter this morning about just uh, goal setting and the, the to-do list and um, how he prioritizes stuff. And, and we went down this path talking about different tactics, different skills. If you guys want to look back at a trading coach podcast, there's a few episodes where I talk about how to organize your to-do list, how to prioritize your schedule in the most efficient way. I think those are great lessons and very, uh, very helpful, especially as we look to start the new year, if this is indeed coming out before the new year. Um, but one of the things he talked about is that he said, I always put my family first. I think he has a, a newborn as well. I always put my family first. And it got me thinking, right? It got me thinking because I am a firm believer in that, right? I, I Family is first. I believe that we are driven to be successful when our why is strong enough, right? When our why outweighs our why not, um, we are driven to find success. And I'm actually funny. I'm, I'm looking at a, a post right now on social media I did that says excuses not to do. Um, it says, my friends will be upset if I stop hanging out. My family wants me to do something else. My schedule is too busy. Why would people choose me? I'm not meant to be successful. I might fail. And the caption I put with it was, the next time you start convincing yourself why you can't do something, try grabbing a piece of paper and writing down five reasons why you should and five reasons why you can't. And if you were to do that task, you'll see that most of the reasons you probably come up with are the why. It's, it's not necessarily the what, right? I, you know, you want to start a business. Okay, what do you do? Why? Why do you want to start a business? Well, you want to gain financial independence. Well, you want to gain financial freedom. Well, you're, you're philanthropic. You want, to, you want to help someone else. 
you want to pay it forward. You know, there has to be some underlying reason for why you're doing something, because if there isn't, you're not going to really be driven to do it. Right. The thing that drives us is is not the the money. It, it, it's something else. And I know for me, it was creating my perfect life. It was financial independence. It was freedom of time, which is more important. But it was just the idea that I want to be the, I want to be a father. I want to be a parent. I want to be a husband that is fully dedicated to his family. I want to see um, school plays. I want to see um, sporting events. I want to, you know, allow put ourselves in a situation where my wife can follow her dreams. Right. Those are my whys: family, family, family. But the dilemma that I have is. I sometimes think that even though family is first and by far it's the why, that I will put my business ahead of it. And, and you, if you're a Gary V listener out there, you hear this from Gary V a lot. And this is kind of one of the, the biggest things. Me and me and Jason Grace don't agree on, on many things in life, many things in business. One of the things we kind of disagree on is with Gary V's, uh, you know, I guess really his stance on family. And, and he, he puts off the impression, um, I don't know him personally, but he puts off the impression that family is always second. Like he spends no time at home. He's working a thousand hours a week and he gets home, doesn't really have that much time with family. Now, he also talks about he dedicates certain vaca- certain weeks to vacation, certain weeks to that, to being with his family. And when he's at home, he's fully at home. He's not working. He's fully locked in with his family, um, which I respect. But I can see where he's coming from because think about it from this way. Okay, so if my number one goal is to do what I do and and grow my business and 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 really develop something that my family can inherit in the future. Right. Isn't working on that, putting my family first, isn't building the infrastructure for the future Stokes generation. Isn't that putting my family first? Yeah, it's it's not physically maybe saying, hey, I'm going to do work right now instead of go to the park with you or I'm going to do this project right now instead of watch you watch this cartoon. But by doing that project, by working on whatever I'm working on, it's an investment in my family. It's just not hands on at the time. It's in the future. And that's that's something that I, I think about all the time, because does that count? I'd love to hear what you guys think. Does that count? Am, is that is my mindset correct? Is working helping my family or is it just something that I tell myself to justify working and that's the other thing right well we know that we can convince ourselves to do whatever we want so maybe I want to work and therefore I say well by me working I'm helping my family therefore I should work and that's how I convince myself and uh, to really kind of make those type of sacrifices but um, I'm usually pretty honest with myself Um, so I I and I do think it's the former I, I do think that I'm working so hard right now to invest in my family's future that even by working and, and maybe missing out on a, a, some things now, that it really still is benefiting my family for the future. You just can't see it yet, right? Just the same as any, any building, right? Before a new building gets built, what happens first, right? The foundation gets laid, all the stuff underground that you don't see. Right. For any of you guys that started up businesses, right, your first probably one, two years in business. And in fact, maybe before you even start the business, what is happening? The planning and the groundwork. Right. And the business maybe pops two years later, but you spent two years investing in that business. Right. So it's an interesting it's an interesting conversation. It's an interesting conversation. And again, I, I do believe in finding the balance. 
I do believe in that, you know, there should be a time where you're clocked in at work and there should be a time where you're clocked in with family and you shouldn't do all of one and, and all of the other, right? You can't just be with your family 100% of the time or your work's going to uh, struggle, right? You can't just be in your work 100% of the time because your relationships and your, and with your family and, and, and your wife and your husband, whoever it is, uh, your friends, um, that's going to struggle as well. So you do have to find that balance. But I think at the end of the day, we have to realize that in both aspects, right, we're working, if that's your why, I should say, we're working for the same goal, right? When you're with your family, you're, you're working for your family, building relationships and building that bond and teaching skills. When you're working on your business, you're also working on your family just from more of a financial perspective than a kind of a hands-on personal perspective. And, uh, perspective, excuse me. And, and that's kind of my thoughts. So again, interesting conversation. I would love to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, this podcast is on YouTube, so you can leave a, a comment in the comment section below. If you're listening to this on the various podcasting apps that it comes on, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, CastBox, Podbean, you know, wherever it is, iHeartRadio, um, shoot me a message on social, uh, social media. I'm on Instagram at Akil Stokes RTM. I'm at Twitter at Akil Stokes RTM. I'm on Facebook, uh, Akil Stokes trading coach, or just facebook.com slash Akil Stokes RTM. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, not only would I like some reassurance, but I just, I like the difference in perspective as well. I'm not locked into thinking that, Hey, my way of, of thinking is the right way or is the say all be all. Doesn't mean I'll change, right? I'm a very stubborn person. Doesn't mean I'm, I'll, I'll change, but I'm always, I'm always open to hearing other perspectives and adjusting my life for that. In fact, if you listen to, uh, I think, Trading Coach Podcast episode 123, it was a conversation I had with my two business partners, Jason and Darren about do you have to be passionate about trading to be very, very successful? And when we first started that conversation, I was very dug in on, yes, you you cannot be successful in trading unless you are passionate about it. But as we started conversing, my opinion changed a little bit. So I, I, I like the back and forth. And I think these are questions that we need to ask ourselves, especially for you guys that are older and you're going to you know take the leap in the trading or take the leap, leap into some other entrepreneurial venture. And you have to sacrifice a massive amount of time up front. It's important to kind of know this because you got to convince yourself to do what you have to do when you don't want to do it. And that's going to take sacrifice. And for you guys that are young that haven't started a family yet, right? I know when I first started trading, I was, I was horrible. I invested every single waking hour of my life into learning how to trade. And I, I wasn't a good boyfriend. I wasn't a good friend. Um, luckily, the, the friends I have and my girlfriend, now wife, are very supportive. And they were able to kind of have my back during that period. But as I look back on it, I certainly didn't have that balance. I was 100% driven into one single thing and, and yeah it worked out but it could have easily right if, if you know the people were different could have easily went the other way so hit me up on social let me know what you think make sure you rate and review this podcast that's a massive help and make sure you hit that share button uh, i love it when you guys do that we're driving and growing the show each and every week um, i can see the numbers more and more people are listening more importantly i can see the comments and I can't tell you how many comments I get each and every show where it's like, hey, Akil, just want to say that this podcast really touched me. And, and that's the type of stuff that that allows us to really see that we're doing the right thing. And, and it really keeps us motivated to put out 
this massive amount of free content while we're trying to balance all the other aspects of life. So until next time, gang, plan your trade, trade your plan, and a happy new year to you.